At first, I couldn't believe my eyes. It seemed like a plot from the old divorce court TV show. But no, it wasn't a battle of spouses over the failure of a marriage. It was a battle of a hospital and a medical group over what appears to be the failure of an exclusive anesthesia contract. Let's talk about the marriage. Trinity Health, a not-for-profit Catholic healthcare system, operates more than 90 hospitals across more than 20 states. Anesthesia Associates of Ann Arbor, which is also known as A4, is the largest anesthesia group in Michigan. Trinity and A4 are parties to an exclusive anesthesia agreement that covers six of Trinity's Michigan facilities. That contract apparently has provisions barring Trinity from soliciting the employment of A4's anesthesiologists and CRNAs. And A4 apparently has covenants not to compete in its agreements with its anesthesiologists and CRNAs. Here's the breakup. In early 2019, A4 terminated its payer agreements with Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan and with a payer called Provider Health. As a result, in July 2019, Trinity sued A4 in federal court alleging that the terms of the exclusive anesthesia contract between them requires A4 to remain in network. Additionally, Trinity's lawsuit seeks to enjoin A4 from enforcing covenants not to compete with its anesthesia providers, whom it appears Trinity began courting so that it could employ them. The other aggrieved spouse, I mean party, A4, then filed suit in state court alleging that Trinity, the hospital system, had ignored the non-competes in the agreements between A4 and its anesthesiologists as, and CRNAs, as well as non-solicitation provisions in Trinity's agreement with A4 in the exclusive contract. Just as in divorce cases when spouses argue over child custody, this fight over who has custody of the anesthesiologists and CRNAs has an uncertain ending for the parties. However, we can be sure that the divorce lawyers, I mean the, the trial lawyers, are going to come out okay. The judgment. But no matter the ending of that dispute, we can extract some valuable lessons from the overall dynamic for your benefit, no matter what medical specialty you're in. One, covenants not to compete in jurisdictions in which they are enforceable remain powerful tools. However, they have their limits. They work best within an overall system of protection. Two, non-solicitation provisions in agreements with hospitals also remain powerful tools but they too have their limits and they work best within an overall system of protection. 3. No contractual provision is perfect and will be guaranteed to be enforced. This is especially the case with restrictive covenants such as covenants not to compete. And as medical groups grow larger and control more market share, it may be difficult, more difficult for them to effectively enforce restricted covenants. This is either bad news or great news, depending on whether you're doing the restricting or the soliciting. Four, lawsuits aimed at enforcing covenants not to compete are likely the most effective when they're brought against the individuals who agreed to them, not a third party. 
That's not to say that separate non-solicitation provisions don't form the basis for other legal action. Five, in light of the Trinity A4 dispute, agreements to remain in network should be redesigned from another angle. There are at least several others. Six, unless considered during the exclusive contracting process, medical groups can become uncompensated recruitment agencies. There are strategies to prevent this too. Seven, suing the hospital with which you hope to maintain a relationship will probably be as effective as filing a divorce action to save a marriage. Sure, it might be a wake-up call, but more likely it's a permanent parting of the ways. The more valuable time for action is in the strategy and negotiation phases, as well as in regular and purposeful ongoing communication to keep the love alive.